Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Good to Game Radio. I'm Tony, I'm your host, and joining me tonight is Clint, and unfortunately our other co-host Vance wasn't able to make it tonight, so it's just going to be me and Clint talking tonight, and we're going to be going over WandaVision, the big uh, season finale, and just random video gaming topics uh, that come to our mind. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right, go ahead, Clint. What's up, dude? I'm uh... a... <laughs> I'm kind of hoping that Vance like wakes up from his nap or whatever and comes and joins us halfway through. Right. Well, but, I'm uh, just imagining that he's got something just um, really, 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 it has to be really important to not be <laughs> here for the podcast because this should be his number one priority on a Wednesday night is this podcast <laughs> with you and me. Just saying. Tony, I'm going to say one thing. He is here <laughs> in spirit. In spirit. Okay. Yes. Okay. Hey, hey, I've I got a drink right here. You would suggest otherwise. Right, I've got a, I've got a drink right here. Let's. You got a drink? What are you? Yeah. What we're, are you drinking? We're, we're, I'm drinking Coke on the rocks. I <laughs> have a Dr Pepper in a can. Okay. <laughs> are we gonna have our sip to our friend who is <laughs> yes. uh, here in spirit? Yeah. To to okay. our fellow yeah, co-host. Just edit out the sound of us swallowing because it's right. weird. Right. To our fellow co-host <laughs> and 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 uh, uh, fire team member. We drink to you in spirit. <laughs> All right, leave the gulps in. Leave the gulps in. <laughs> Do it. <All> right. <laughs> no one could ever say that Vance, this is an important part of our team. I really want to know what Vance thinks about WandaVision's finale, man. He always has a little bit of a different view of it than, than we do. Right. Um, but what, what are your thoughts, Tony, man? First, so, hey, give us a real quick, give us a quick high-level overview of the episode, and then uh, let's get your thoughts after that. Okay, real quick, Wanda Wanda battles Agnes or uh, Agatha. Vision battles Vision. Uh, Monica shows off a little bit of her powers, uh, and it all wraps up with a really sad ending. So, so that's so basically I, the episode in a nutshell. Yeah, tell us tell us what you think, man. Tell us uh, what was your favorite part. Well. Oh, man, my favorite part, my favorite part outside of all the incredible special effects, and I, I just am impressed by the uh, amount of time, effort, and obviously money that they put into all the special effects because the, those battles raged for the majority of the episode, right? Oh, yeah. And I even had to stop the episode at like the 26 minute mark and go, they are still fighting. <laughs> like, <laughs> but my, actually, my favorite part is when, I guess it's kind of two parts. One is when Wanda realizes she's kind of been the villain, right? I think we've kind of mentioned this before. Yeah. Um, she realizes she's she's been the villain in this TV show. And the other part where they put the kids to bed and her and Wanda spend the last moments together before she ends the show. I I really like that touch. To me, uh, uh, I like it when the characters are humanized. I like the tragedy of it all, basically, because it really makes you think, you know, hey, I'm kind of feeling what she's feeling here, right? So I really like that. All the battling and all that stuff, you know, um, it comes down to that ver- the, the little uh, bit at the end of the show that I really appreciated. Oh, and the, the ship of Theseus. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you actually texted Vance and I. Also, I, I never responded to your text either. I feel bad about it because 
I don't know, I had a day that day, man. I'll tell you what. I looked at it hours and hours later, and I read your, your link that you sent as well. Um, but it was definitely a link as like a, a, a teacher's aid to doing it with your like your young students, like to right. talk about the ship of Theseus. And I was like, I mean, Tony, you don't have a degree in psychology, right? Like, like is this is this what this is how you want me to think about it, Tony? Really? <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I feel I think I should get a little bit more credit than that. But either way, um, it was still fascinating. I appreciated the uh, the I, I had not heard of the ship of Theseus before. Um, or at least by name. It seems like it's a concept that maybe has been thrown out, uh, thrown around a little bit. But back to your uh, your favorite uh, portions, Tony. One of the things when she was having the conversation with Vision at the end, and he asks her how he came to be, and she explains that it was her, like the portion of the memory stone that was in her. Is that the right stone? The memory stone. The vision stone. The, I can't remember. Well, I, don't, I don't remember the infinity. The infinity yeah, the stone. The infinity stone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool because they really kind of showed us all sorts of craziness in the episode, but they didn't forget to explain that. Like I can see the nerds on the internet raging for that not having been explained had they had missed it. You know. So I thought that was. I thought it was pretty awesome they threw that in as well. Yes, um, yes. Um, there's a lot I liked about the episode. Um, I felt that they kind of uh, did kind of undersell Monica a little bit. She basically had this big storyline, give her her powers, right? She didn't do a whole lot uh, in the series uh, besides that. You know, she stopped the bullets. That was about it. Here's the thing with that. I, I, and sorry to derail a little bit, but I kind of had two favorite parts, and, and one of them is akin to that, so I'll mention – I think my favorite I'll start with is that she used her magic to cast the runes into the out, the exterior of the, the interior walls of the hex. Yep. How amazing was that? Dude? Right. I'm right there with you because I was thinking the whole time Agatha said that, uh, said that her, her thing was to take magic away from people undeserving. Right. So how yes. every time Wanda casts a spell, it's getting turned against her. So how is she going to, defeat that right when they're up there in the sky and they're battling and they got the clouds in the background right before they revealed the runes and stuff i'm thinking oh man maybe the walls of the hex would serve as a great way to put runes up there and then they showed i'm like i was so happy (laughs) oh dude you're so good at guessing this stuff i had no idea i'm like well i guess she did you know uh and then she wasn't but I thought that was just an amazing part, dude. And then she captures her, and she's got her, you know, right, you know, she can come back for her whenever she wants. So that kind of opens some stuff up, which I thought was cool. But to get back to your point about Monica, one of my other favorite parts of this episode, man, I don't, it was just uh, perfect comedically for me, is when Wanda looks at her boys, and she's like, boys, take care of the military. Mommy will be right back. <laughs> and here's the thing. They were perfectly capable of taking out all the thugs, right? right. Like the eight guys or whatever. Um, and then Monica shows up completely unnecessarily. They yeah. don't need her. Like they needed and she Monica. Just ab- absorbs some bullets that I don't know. Didn't look like they were gonna hit, hit the kids anyway. But it's like okay, like it was kind of, all of that because I thought her character was so fascinating. You know, astrophysicist, captain. You know, all this backstory uh, that we have for her. And then, you know, out of nowhere, here she is just completely wasting her talent. <laughs> just like, oh, but I could do stuff. It's like, right. come on. She deserved better than well, that, I think, as, right. a, as a character. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, she 
just got her powers. I'm like, it's the same day, right? It's like an hour. <laughs> an hour has oh, yeah. has progressed since she got her powers. So she doesn't know that she even has any powers, probably. So. And here, along the same lines, dude, freaking Peter, right? His oh. super speed and all that. And she just body slams him. him. She just gives him a little squeezy squeeze. And, and then, oh, let me figure this out. And this guy with super speed cannot wiggle away from her while she's sitting there analyzing the situation to see that it was like immersion breaking Tony. I'm like, are you serious? What this guy, like, didn't he just flick her with right. the tip he just of his finger, with his finger. Instance, an instant before that? And now it's like the only explanation that I would allow, you know, as the whatever, as just getting all high and mighty about it, is she said his name and, like, he wanted her to, you know, like <laughs> the internal guy in there, Mr. Boner, but not Boner. You know, like, right. that's not how you pronounce that name, but I'll take the I'll take the joke, you know, but. I don't know, dude. I was like, really, really, like that's it. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, oh, man, that wasn't a whole lot. I like that was so anticlimactic, you know, because we, we end up the last episode was it the last episode? I can't remember where he goes. Uh, snoopers got a snoop, you know, so menacingly. Yeah, previous, yeah. and he obviously yeah. captures oh, her two, two ago. Yeah, he captures her, brings her to the attic. It just seems so underwhelming the whole situation. Yeah, only to have her go out there and throw her body in front of bullets, having no idea that they wouldn't affect her when the two children that we literally saw this boy catch a bullet. Right. Like we saw the other one go and like disarm all of them and like, you know, pick up a hat along the way for, you know, fashion sense or whatever. I don't know. I I guess I'll, I'll skip forward to this post credit scene. And I don't think that we, you and I talked about it. I, I was talking to, uh, about it with someone at work, but not being a, you know, a educated fan yeah. of Marvel. And actually, to speak to that, I've watched several Marvel movies the past few days, and I'll uh, we can mention that in a moment. But who is this person that in the post-credit scene that she is being taken to? Do you, is it uh, is it obvious? And I don't know because I'm not an educated fan. Okay. I don't think it's necessarily obvious one theory i mean one maybe is captain marvel but to me i don't think it's captain marvel because what captain marvel is not going to say captain marvel is not going to send somebody to go get monica to go up to a spaceship or outer space right okay. captain marvel is just going to show up real um, quick which one is captain marvel is that the woman it's the woman with the blonde the hair blonde, yeah okay yeah um got it she, i've not seen that movie i've yet. never i from what I've seen of her. She's not one to just go send a uh, send a somebody else, right? She's gonna go herself and fly in and do whatever she needs to do, right? So I don't think it's her. I think it's Nick Fury. Oh, that's who that I think it sense. is because I, I I believe Nick Fury was with this uh, this alien race that people that can morph into other identities or whatever. I think he's mm -hmm. with them. So I think it's Nick Fury. But so don't hold me to that. My thought process, well, I'm holding you to it. That's it. <laughs> my thought process was, and I think it was, I couldn't d determine why before, but now I think it's because we just see that changeling or whatever that she's right. uh, disguised herself as. And uh, then it's like someone wants to see you. And I do not know, uh, this show you how much of an idiot I am when it comes to the different comic book stuff. I thought of profess uh, Professor Xavier. But is X-Man in this universe? 
So X Men, I do not think is in this universe. But I think uh, X Men is because a Marvel's product. But I don't yeah. think uh, they're in this universe. And you know, I I watched some YouTube videos and stuff, reviews and stuff after the fact, and a lot of the reason that uh, there's a lot of commentary on that whole uh, Ralph Boner uh, scene mm-hmm. because uh, that actor played an uh, one of the X-Men, right? Uh, yes, I saw that, yeah. So everybody thought that there was going to be some sort of tie-in to X-Men where they would bring those bring them into the the this Avengers universe. So they were anticipating that and then when they got this, you know, funny Ralph Boner uh, dead end or whatever, um, they were upset. Basically, they were very disappointed. Yeah, I get it. They were ready for they were ready ready for a big reveal and yeah, it didn't happen. My yeah. my next thought about the same the same thing this thing if it's not Professor Xavier which I kind of you know just wrote off right away um, is this Doctor Strange thing that I was still thinking about from the previous like from two episodes ago or whatever it was the previous episode where about the different realities and stuff isn't right. that but he his thing is not reality it's time or he goes it, he he has the time stone or whatever. Yeah, I I watched uh, I watched Doctor Strange movie. I really liked it, and I can't remember what he governs. But you know what what he's supposed to be watching. It's time and space and the. Is that know. on Disney Plus? It probably is. I think all the Marvel okay. uh, movies are on there, but yeah. uh, definitely a, probably a must see since uh, the first the big movie outside of Spider Man is the uh, Doctor Strange movie. Okay, which I'll watch supposedly that. ties into WandaVision. And we kind of had this discussion. I had this discussion with Vance today and somebody else at work, um, and where they were talking about the uh, the tie-in with Doctor Strange, and it, you know, didn't really. Uh, the other person was talking about they were expecting to see Doctor Strange show up in WandaVision, and you know, mm-hmm. do something or whatever. And my my response was that uh, that I think that Disney they do not want the TV shows, all these TV shows that they're making to establish uh, like some sort of c- canon or whatever, that is a requirement for you to watch the movies. Like every movie has, all the movies have to stand on okay. their own. So if you go to the movie, you're going to go to Doctor Strange when it comes out in April or February, sometime next spring. When it, when it drops, you can go to that movie and watch it and not have to have any other ex- knowledge before that movie okay that and that's why like they've kind of set up this rule where they're not going to tie in something vital into a tv show because not everybody's going to watch wandavision but it is still canon though it's just they're not gonna have pivoting moments in the uh right you know as far as the franchise i I think that's a very good point yeah and and that was another topic we were kind of talking about not to get a little sidetracked here but i think it's an it's an interesting topic it's like what is establishing the you know the canon of the universe, right? Is it the comic books? Obviously, the material comes from the comic books. Is it the movies? Or is it the TV shows, right, or your combination thereof? But I'm pretty sure that from what it sounds like, it's like the canon comes from the movies. The material comes from the comic books, but uh, and obviously there's canon there. But like, not everybody reads comic books, right? Very small minority of people read comic books. Yeah. So. The universal appeal of Marvel is going to be based in the cinematic universe, right? So it's the movies that will be laying the groundwork for what everybody knows of this universe. 
that's why being super fans of anything in particular, whether it be Game of Thrones or, or Marvel or DC or whatever, you almost always are going to get disappointed in some form or fashion because you, you want yourself to be to the original text, right? Yeah. Usually. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, I think that really the canon is going to come from they own the rights to it, so whatever they give us, right? I right. mean, I think – but you probably hit the nail on the head in the previous thought is that – they are going to choose how they uh, release it, and they're and you're probably exactly right that the movies are going to be where we're going to see the uh, development, uh, or at least the, the large developments right. of uh, the canon. Yeah, and see how, and how it how it's working. It's like like you talked about how you went and watched the Marvel movies, right? Because you watched WandaVision, right? Because yeah, there's a lot of I stuff being tell you about that. Actually. There's a lot of stuff <laughs> being dropped in WandaVision that you don't know anything about. Like I don't know anything about Wanda. While I'm watching the show for most of the season, so I have to go watch Age of Ultron to get which the background, is, which I did, by the way. Right. Yeah. So, but that's what they want. They want you to go look up their movie. You know, either rent it or get it on Disney Plus or do something. You're doing exactly what they want. You want they want you to go to the movie for that information. Well, and here's the thing about that, Tony. Just getting to, I watched other Marvel Marvel movies. Uh, Age of Ultron. I watched this entire movie. The entire time, I kept asking myself, have I seen this before? And I never could make the determination. I All, all I can remember, here are the things I remember about this movie. Man, Robert California is really scary sounding, right, at the start. It's an office reference if you haven't seen right. it. And then, I th- and then I thought, okay, Ultron's voice lines are cringy now. And it's like, why is he making <laughs> jokes and stuff? Like, you, you, you were killing it. This character was devastating at the beginning. And now it's, like, co- comedic relief from your, your like, villain that is so potential, you know, so much potential to be terrifying. Right. And, and I'm watching it, and then I'm like, oh, you know, Robin from How I Met Your Mother, uh, it sounds really weird when she says bogeys. Um, and then I thought, <laughs> why did I just spend all this time watching this movie? Because it kind of sucked a lot. <laughs> but you know what my, you know how I corrected for that? What's that? I watched Infinity War, and of right. course the the next day I watched Endgame, and we had seen both those in the theater. Right. Um, and I knew they were both amazing, but I hadn't seen them since then. I don't think. Those are great movies, but then watching this Age of Ultron kind of makes me think like, and maybe that was. Was that earlier, like before some of these were getting, like the Avengers and some of the other ones, which are so much better, it seems. So I don't know where that one fits in, but I was just not impressed, and it kind of like right. would have turned me off to well, Marvel if see, I hadn't gone and watched the good ones again. That's the kind of the funny thing about the whole all these movies. They've dropped over, you know, a course of a you know a decade, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and for the most part of that decade, I never even realized that they interconnected, <laughs> like. I just thought they wow. were all standalone movies. I'm like, oh, there's a Avengers movie out, okay. Or you know, there's a Captain America. Oh, there's an Iron Man. I did not realize that they were connecting all these things, you know, in some sort of overarching narrative, mm-hmm. which is in game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Until we went and watched in uh, Infinity War in Endgame. You know, I'm like, yeah. oh, all that led up to this. So hey, I, uh, I'm I'm a I'm a Marvel noob, so I'm just jumping on the train with the the second generation. All right. Yeah, I I don't know. I 
I I enjoyed uh, those two movies so much. Just amazing movies, man. So well put together. And uh, one thing is, I also noticed that the character, the character's name of Hawkeye, is Clint. And uh, at least in Infinity War, he is by far the worst character, and he is by far the worst Avenger. Like it's like, dude, come on. Like the one time I get thrown a bone, you know, you know who, you know who, uh, Tony. Uh, Tony Stark, Iron yeah. Man, mm-hmm. saves the entire world. Right. Uh, Clint is over there, I have a bow and arrow. You know, like, it's, what is happening right now? <laughs> oh, right. God. It's a good thing we you need, have Tony. another Clint Eastwood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Clint's need Tonys. Well, the world needs Tonys, I guess is what we've learned from that. And Clint is completely uh, <laughs> dispensable, right? Dude tried to jump off a cliff. Dude tried to. Dude right. tried to end it all. He was like, "Okay, let me do it." Then he would have had some purpose. But no, the other uh, Scarlett Johansson yeah. was the, the savior. You know, <laughs> wow. Right, and she's still got a movie coming. <laughs> yeah, it, it, she has a series on uh, Disney Plus coming. Right. So I was trying to figure that out because I completely forgot the movie. You know, I didn't. Yeah. Realize well, the movie it. was supposed to drop like last March. You know? Oh, really? And, um, so it would have been, been done delayed. before COVID, right? You know how many times I've watched the, the Black Widow trailer at the Movieplex? You know? Like, every movie, every time it's any movie I go to that has a, a shred of, like, action or anything mm-hmm. into uh, in it, I have to watch the Black Widow trailer for Does a the trailer year. Look good? For over a year, because they were dropping a, tra- a trailer, like, six months before it was due to be released in March. You know, and wow. so a year and a half I've been watching this trailer. I'm like, can we please just watch the movie? I don't want to see this trailer <laughs> anymore. What's going to happen is when the movie is out and you've seen it, you're going to go to an, another movie and the trailer is still going to be playing in that yeah. theater. Oh, gosh, I hope not. It's kind of funny, though. I haven't seen any, like, Doctor Strange, you know, trailers for the new movie. I, I, I haven't seen any Spider-Man trailers for the, the one that's dropping in December. Where are those trailers? I wonder if they had, because it was right about to come out, they probably had some contract or something in place to play it through through the release weekend or a certain timeline based on the release and the release being pushed back might have, I mean, it might have been like a weird right. lock-in from a contract or something. Right. I don't know how those work. So to kind of get back on to the WandaVision show, and you mentioned the, 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 the credit scene where Monica has told you that she's, got to meet somebody but you didn't talk about the other credit scene the second post credit scene i and i know that we also learned the name of the book that was very important to you that i've already forgotten the dark hold uh, the dark hold and she's flipping through that bad boy yeah. it has a whole chapter devoted to her <laughs> yeah so very interesting because something like that is going to be canon right like she is now going to be whatever they called it the red whatever the scarlet, scarlet witch. witch yeah yeah yep. um so that's going to be her, and you're going to see like that's, but that's not necessarily pivoting, right? I mean, I guess it is for her character, but it's developmental, which is you know probably the reason they're having these shows, right? Right. And of course, it makes me very excited to see her and whatever she's in next. Also, just to uh, th- do a quick throwback, I saw her in the, the Age of Ultron, and uh, like the accent and all that, like was so much thicker, and it was very interesting. That in this show, WandaVision, and I almost thought that this could be like if she doesn't have an accent at all anymore in the in the movies, this could be wise because she created the hex, you know, and it's this, you know, her fantasy 
right? And the TV shows, and that's what she grew up with, and they didn't have accents. They had American accents, right? Yeah. And now she is speaking with an American accent and did on the show as it went through. So I'm curious if that's, like, something they're going to use. Like, okay, well, this is just – she sounds like – what is her name? Elizabeth Olsen? Elizabeth, that's yeah. what she sounds like now. Yep. That's her voice, not the whatever Slavic language that, you know, that she used to have an accent for. So that was just – it was something I was like, man, I kind of forgot that she was – from that even i just watched the uh the episode with the bomb and all that right but the accent change is gonna be that's canon now baby i like the fact that the show kind of alludes to the fact that she could be like an anti-hero yeah i don't know if that's you noticed true, yeah uh, i don't know if you noticed. Yeah. so she's why well, she's uh astro projecting right and reading the book yes like you can hear like her kids voices in the background right Oh, I missed that. Oh, yeah. You'll have to go back and you'll have to go back and listen. There's, the kids' voices are like coming out of the book or something. They're coming from somewhere, and like her her look on her face as she's reading the book is like super intense, right? Yeah. So we've already kind of seen what she's capable of because of because of grief. I, yeah, that's I, I true. feel like you know she's just one of those characters like you do not want to be on her bad side. Like she's right. good, but she's willing. She's like the Punisher or. Deadpool or somebody like that, right? She's yeah. she's, she's willing to kind of get a little dirty. She's no Captain America, and she and, think, and she couldn't always control it. Like remember when she like choked out all the the citizens when they were like confronting yeah, her in the town it, square? Yeah, interesting thing to to mention that too. Like if she's uh, well, even really the whole even the hex and created that she was out of control, you know, with grief having just seen Vision um, in the Shield headquarters. I don't. I think that was just a, a moment of maybe like internal weakness that exploded this, you know, whatever her her powers are yeah. into the you know the hex and all that to to cope. Like her powers helped cope with her emotional weakness yeah. so uh, I, or emotional yeah. turmoil. Maybe I think it gives good depth to the character. It's just like in Game of Thrones, the first uh, season or two, everybody hated Jamie Lannister. Yeah. You know, but oh, at yeah. the, by, at the yeah. end, everybody loved Jamie Lannister, right? And then he went and did what he did. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Don't no spoilers. I, like literally, when you started saying it, I was like, "Oh yeah," and then I was like, "Oh god," and then how it ends. Right. So. <laughs> it's just oh. um, the other thing that I asked in our in our group text, I sent it. One of my first questions after we everyone knew that we had watched it was, "Where's Vision?" And right. it was because there is still the physical Vision, and. I, I we talked. I think we were texting about it, so I, I can't remember exactly. But he doesn't have the Infinity Stone anymore, right? They have the yeah, we did because he has this new. You knew what it was that you mentioned it the other day. What is powering him? What was it? Can you recall? Oh, the energy from the hex. Okay, yeah. So, but he is Vision, and he has Vision's memories now, right? Or right. you know, the past of Vision that you know um, Hex Vision gave him. And so my question is, where is he? And your response was essentially that he is going to find himself. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Which, yeah, I mean, but that's a, a big thing is that he was dead, then he was undead in the hex, and then he's back and he's evil, but he's not. And now we have blank slate, but not really, you know, vision right. that is out there. And Wanda is out there. So... It opens up a lot of stuff, definitely. Yeah. Which is why I sent you that link about the uh, psychology experiment that's based around the yeah. ship of the- uh, Theseus. 
blew my mind, dude. <laughs> reading, yeah, <laughs> reading yeah. some of the questions and the exercises in there. Um, yeah, I'm like, wow, this this is some really deep, deep uh, philosophy or w- w- stuff to chew on for sure. But yeah, he's my out issue, finding himself. My issue with things like in, in philosophy is I'm just always okay with there not being an answer. And I think that would make me a horrible uh, philosopher <laughs> because it's like they have all these questions and I read that whole thing and it's like, okay, if you replace each plank of wood that is damaged or whatever, if you replace it with metal, you know, at what point does it, you know, does, is the metal ship, the ship of Theseus is what point is the wood ship? And I'm just like, I mean, yeah, kind of whatever. Oh. You know, that's kind of that's oh. always how I feel well, about those things. I well, think it's a very interesting question, well, it would, but no, so there's it, no answer. So, it a- so yeah, and it it would ask you like it would one of the exercises it would ask you a question like that. So if you if you replace each plank, each wooden plank, with a metal plank, but a worker took all the wooden planks and secretly built a ship with those mm-hmm. wooden planks, which ship is the real ship of Theseus, right? So yeah. So they would ask you the question to give you, and you would have to give a response. And then they, uh, depending on the response, they would give you a different question. But one of them was, if your response was, if all the original pieces are gone, then the original ship is no, doesn't exist anymore, so it's a new ship. And then they turn around and ask the question, well, did you know that all the cells in your body are replaced every seven years? Yeah. <laughs> so does that mean that you're a new you every seven years? I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. A little mind trip there, huh? Oh yeah, I'm like, wow, that's they true. Angeled you? That's true. Yeah. Our cells are replaced every seven years, I guess. I was like, wow, okay. I have to send this to Clinton Vance, so yeah. That, so but my mind will not be the only one just you know uh, in the shambles freaked. after going through mind this. Freaked, yeah. <laughs> I'm always just like, yeah, whatever. I mean, it is what it is. It's cool. It's cool, man. It's cool. Whatever it is, you know, they're both the they're both the ship. They're neither the ship. It's like uh, Schrodinger's cat. You, you tell are me. You, you tell me. Which one is it? <laughs> I'm, Do you I'm, know I'm, about Schrodinger's cat? Uh uh-uh. uh Okay, so it's a psychological experiment. Basically, the uh, this guy Schrodinger put a cat in a box, and in the box was a timer that would release. If I remember, it was like gas or something that would kill the cat. And it would be the timer would be from you know you know a, a second to infinity or whatever. Right. And so there's a box, uh, and the question is, is the cat alive or dead? And well, what is it? That you you don't know what the timer you don't know if the timer's gone off or not, but you know the cat's in the box is alive or is it alive or dead? It's a similar like thought experiment. And this guy basically said it's both alive and dead. It's like, no, dude, it either is or it isn't, man. You just don't know. Like, I understand these are very important ideas to develop and and uh, and, and to like seek understanding, but it's like it, it's one or the other, you know. But that's never the right answer. Like, that's the answer that you you know you lose points when you fill that in on the exam. You know, like right. it's like whatever is just not a good a good answer in college either. It's still, always what I wanted to give. <laughs> Um, before we move on to a different topic, let's see how much you remember from the series there, Clint. Oh, geez. All right. Got some questions here. Are you ready? Some trivia. Oh, I Wanda? was born ready. We did forget the baby this week, though. I just remembered that. Right. Yeah, born ready. Let's go. All right. WandaVision trivia. Here we go. What is the name of the town the show is set in? Westview. Correct. Number two. 
What is the true identity of the fake Pietro? Ralph Bonner, but Boner. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> um, what are the names of Wanda's children? Tommy and Billy. Correct. Which sitcom featuring Mary Tyler Moore is Wanda watching with her family when their apartment explodes? The Dick Van Dyke Show. Correct. What thought experiment does the vision from the hex use to make the white vision stand down? Man, we really shouldn't have talked about all this before we asked the questions, right? <laughs> the, the Book of Theseus. <laughs> the Book of Theseus? No, the Ship of Theseus. <laughs> I still got it wrong. There you go. Right. What type of hex does Agatha say Wanda used to stop the Stark Industries bomb from exploding? A probability hex. Correct. What is Wanda's last name? Maximov. What is Agnes's rabbit's name? Uh, it's like Scratchy or Mr. Scratchers or something like that. Uh, I don't know. I'll accept that as an answer, but it's Senior okay. Scratchy. Okay, well, yeah, yeah it's kind of close. What was the twins' dog's name? Sparky. Correct. Second Star General. I'm, just so you know, I'm, uh, I literally just raised the roof over here alone where you can't see me <laughs> yeah it's the kind of excitement you're you're, you're bringing to the podcast tony <laughs> hey I just, we need to make sure you're paying attention all right so yeah. Yeah. um hopefully if you were following along out there at the audience uh, you were able to uh, get those answers correct too um if you've watched the show that is anyway so no, they needed to get them right without watching the show. Right, that's true. <laughs> that, that's how you're a superstar. You are a superstar if you can get it right without watching the show. All uh, right. Well, that was a conclusion of One Division. Uh, it was a great series. Uh, a heck of a start for Marvel to kick off their cinematic universe. Did you know that wasn't supposed to be the first show to air? I think you mentioned that to me, but I don't remember what you said the first one was supposed to be. I, th uh, I think it was the. Uh, Hawk, what's that guy's name? Hawk and the Winter Soldier, the oh, one that's no, the Falcon, the Falcon, yeah, the next one, the Falcon and Winter, so uh, Winter Soldier. It drops like in on the fifteenth, I think. I think that was yeah. supposed to be the first one to, to kick it all off. So uh, it makes me wonder: is it because WandaVision was that much better? They were like, you know, you start strong and you finish strong. That's the rule. Yeah, and the rest is just filler. I don't know. I mean, there's production delays and stuff like that, and maybe they're up against yeah, their calendar or whatever. Got COVID, so they're like, right? yeah, yeah. And like oh, let's push one out the door. And but I think they had a hit on their hands with uh, WandaVision. It was better than I thought because all the all oh, the trailers so were just much better. All the trailers were just showing it in black and white, right? So it's like, uh, how good could that be? Yeah, that was my first thought when I peeked over your shoulder and you were watching it on your phone like a weirdo. <laughs> was nah, I'm not. I'm not interested in that. Right. Ah, uh, yeah. But anyway, moving on, I hear you had a pretty good week on uh, the Zombies Outbreak mode. Yeah, man, absolutely. Um, we had a good start the other day. Had our round 10 when the uh, four of us, uh, Vance, Daryl, you and I, went in. And uh, one of my next games I played, maybe the day after, I was just kind of playing, not really 
paying like super close attention to what I was doing and allowing myself to get freaked out like I think I tend to do. Um, and then I just kind of checked. It was like, oh, well, it's around 13 already. And uh, was actually kind of shocked. And I was like, okay, well, this has not been very difficult yet. And I think it's maybe I'm just getting in my head when I'm playing. Uh, but here comes, you know, round round 15. And I'm getting started. And it was like, a, you know, eliminate the high value target. One of the real easy ones. And I was like, man, I'm about to beat this level. And I sent a picture of it to Jason because uh, he's played it with me quite a bit. Right. And I was like, uh, <laughs> what's happening, you know? And uh, I went through it. You know, what, you know, what is round 16? Of course, it is the holdout where it <laughs> teleports you. And it's in the smallest, uh, you're not the smallest one, one of the small ones, though. And I was ready for it, dude. I had Aether Shroud. I could go invisible, you know, and I had the death machine and, um, you know, all the perk. I had everything. And I ended up going down and like an idiot, because it's on a timer, I rezzed myself right away. I could have literally got 60 seconds almost of free time. I would have beaten it just doing that. And then I get back up, you know, and then I... Uh, didn't use my Aether Shroud, didn't use my Death Machine, and they had, I think it was like six or seven megatons in there. Uh, it's ridiculous how they come in. And I got overwhelmed, and I thought, I finished this. I died on round 16, and I think, I 100% could have beat that if I wasn't an absolute idiot. And kind of bad at the game. You know, I'm not really a, a Zombies player. So, I, uh... Go ahead. Um, I was going to say, so, like, how how were you... Like when you hit like round eleven, did you like were your did your palms start sweating a little bit? Did you start? I getting... literally didn't did not know I was round eleven. I had zero clue. I was just playing the game. I I from round one to round twelve, I don't think I even looked at it. Okay, it was, so oh my, I'm in round thirteen. Oh when God, you yeah. realized when you realized that you were in round thirteen, like did did. Did that change how you felt? Like, did you like start tightening up, or did you like start, you know, sweating, or your palms get sweaty, or you just, are you just cool, 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 calm, collected, just another day at the office? No, yeah, I, it. Well, that one was. Uh, I can't remember what it was. It was another one of the easy ones, I, but not not like easy, but not a holdout, which is really the only one that I'm really concerned about, to be honest with you. But there's some that are kind of hard, but. No, I don't think immediately. It was just kind of like, oh, wow, okay. And then it was – I still had the confidence of I just breezed through the previous 12 rounds without you know, even realizing what I was doing. Um, but I think by the time I got to 16, and it's a holdout, which is by far the, hold, uh, the hardest one, then I just started playing so horribly because <laughs> of the nerves. You know, like it, it got the better of me. Right. But uh, – and of course, for, you know, for people that – haven't played the mode you're only using one gun you're using the shotgun you're not even aiming down sights at, at things you're just hip firing at zombies or whatever um and i learned that you know it was the next day i was invited to play Warzone, and i looked tony uh i looked at my stats because yep. it was by far the worst Warzone experience i've ever had <laughs> and i looked at my stats so it's like normal for, day for me yeah. <laughs> I, I was uh, I, I looked at my weekly stats because I hadn't played Warzone at all that week. So every every uh, the, the, my stats that were showing were just from the horrible day that I had had. What do you think my KD was, Tony? Point five. Point seven eight. Whew, hard. Which is 
which is about <laughs> half of my normal KD. <laughs> and right. here's the thing, man. I was playing in a, in a group, so it was just like, it would have been worse had I not been rezzed, you know? Like, I could not win a gunfight. And it was like, what is wrong? And I'm like, and here's what I determined, Tony. You're waiting for zombies, them to get bite out of you? <laughs> the, zombies makes you bad at Warzone. Because you don't have to aim at anything. You just kind of hit fire over here. You have literally, right. there's literally not, a perk that not, gives you aimbot. You can't, you mean you can't just get away with doing figure eights no. <laughs> with your character? No. And I didn't have my aimbot that I get from getting Deadshot Daiquiri right. in Zombies, right? So I was horrible. I hated it. And so uh, that was that was yesterday. Uh, I, I guess it was yesterday. And, and then today... I was off today, so I woke up and got into Warzone. Uh, actually, I played – no, I, I said, no, I need to play multiplayer. I said, I don't remember how to shoot people. Let me play multiplayer. So I actually went into what is now old school modern warfare multiplayer. There is no uh, shipment or shoot house playlist. Why would they give us what we want, right? Why right. would I Why, why would, would I expect that this game would finally do something right in its in its dying days? No, of course not. So I'm in this other garbage map like the farm or something. Um, but, you know, I'm starting to get my shot back, and then I see that a friend uh, from work who, uh, if you remember, we talked about it before, that when I beat the, uh, when I got the 126 kills and you got the 95 oh, or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. our other, yeah, he never plays, right? That was maybe, you know, <laughs> but I played with him today a little bit, and, uh, you know, it was going pretty good. Okay, okay, let's do some Warzone. Uh, and I went to Warzone, and... Wait, you win the war zone I, with him? No, okay. he he did not want to play. Uh, he got off to do whatever, and so I went in with Jason, uh, and we actually it might have been our first game. I can't remember the order of things, uh, but we got a duo win, like right away or fairly early in the day, um, and we played it really well. And I'm hitting my shots. I'm you know I'm like okay, you know, this feels good. And he got off for a while. I'm like okay. I haven't done a solo game of Warzone. It's, it had to be six months. I don't, maybe th three, four, six months, whatever it is. It's been a long time. So right. I'm like, well, let's give it a shot. So I played a solo game of Warzone today. And, of course, I dropped it Superstore because I felt like I could actually hit my shots. Yeah. Uh, I won every gunfight I got in, every one of them. And I – here it is final circle and i've got uh or you know right towards the end uh and i have 16 kills and it's down to me and really? one other guy yeah this is a good game man i want every gun if i i even had a couple you know third party you know turns and turn and get the thing if i fired a bullet at a person i won the gunfight it was awesome i loved it um and i final circle and it rotates me right into the guy. And I'm like, okay, I've got this airstrike right here. Yeah. And I've got to go across this long field. Maybe I can down him with the airstrike. Either way, I'm going to I'm gonna get him to, you know, get his eyes off me. Pop the airstrike. I start running. This guy just slides around the side of the, the mountain hill he's on and murders me. I didn't even take a shot at him. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> Dang it, man! Like, <laughs> couldn't it couldn't have been seventeen kills in the win? You know, like, of course it was like, it just it just 
knocks me down, you know, it gets me, and I'm like, I'm not going to play another Solos game. I kind of wanted to, but then, you know. <laughs> so the 16 kills, <laughs> like, the 16 kills. I'm like, like I'm not going to beat it, right? For you, huh? yeah, because you lost. No. <laughs> yeah. But it felt so good after, but now it's like, do, can I even play zombies? Because I'm going to go in now there and I'm going to completely lose my shot again. You know, like, I just, uh, I don't know, I, but it is. it was nice to play Warzone, and then Solos, like, so much easier for me to keep track of everyone man i was doing like it was like if you were watching a streamer man i was i must have popped seven or eight uavs you know i'd be like oh there's a red dot over there let me go kill him you know like and it worked and it worked because i was hitting my shots it felt it felt really good it was such a good game of warzone and then right at the end you know um you choked no just say it you choked i choked (laughs) i choked and you know what we hope you're, what I you're like on? Uh, Russell Wilson <laughs> at the goal line in the Super Bowl against the Patriots. Yeah, you throw the interception. <laughs> well, I choked on my fried chicken. That fried chicken. And speaking of fried chicken, how do you like my segue? It's not very good. It's cool. Uh, don't edit it out. People need to see the. Oh, no, we're not editing um, it out. <laughs> Tony. One of the things that has brought us together in our friendship is our love of fried chicken. Would you agree with that statement? Most definitely. I have it every Wednesday (laughs) night before the podcast. (laughs) And we, on multiple occasions over the past few years, have gone and gotten fried chicken together on on our lunch break at work. The rare times that we take a lunch break. Right. Popeyes. Yep. Yes. They're not going to give us free stuff. No one listens to our podcast. But have you ever had that feeling when you're gaming – that you just you, you choked in the game and you need the comfort food you know you need that fried chicken Constantly. to come and lift your spirits i'm after wanting you some finish, right now yeah right after you finish second in your you know your first solo war zone game in in six months well do you know that kfc has you covered really K- Tell kfc me. has announced a year ago almost and then even more recently a few months ago that they're not joking they are going to have the kfc console or the console because there's not two c's are you pulling Uh, my leg and built in to this actually pc not a console but that's not what they're calling it uh is a built-in chicken warmer in the machine Literally, Get literally. out of town. A chicken warmer in a KFC. console? KFC is releasing a console that's actually a PC that will will let you warm your chicken while you play. And it uses the, the system's own heating that it's generating from the processes to, to heat your chicken. Is that not a game changer? If I were to look up the word amazing in a dictionary, <laughs> would there be a picture of the KFC console? I think there would be. Who do I give my money to? Tell me now, Clint. <laughs> well, let, let me give you a little bit of the specs here, Tony. Hold on. Let me find it. I've got it right here. All right. It is powered by an uh, Intel i9 uh, processor. It has uh, NVIDIA's ray tracing and 4k and it even supports 240 hertz output 
when I I read a rundown of this today, people are saying they think this thing might cost two K. <laughs> I think it's got two terabytes of SSD too. So it's all somewhere. I don't see it here. It literally has a Wikipedia page, Tony. Wow. The KFC console, or the Kfconsole. Kfconsole. There it is. <laughs> There's only one the C. Console. Which kind of sounds Kafka-esque, which I'm sure is going to be very relevant to how people feel after having purchased this. But, uh, wow. Can you believe that? Like, what is – is it a gimmick? What are they trying to do? I think they're just trying to get people to talk about KFC like we just did. Success. <laughs> Success. Somebody just got a promotion. Yeah. <laughs> they got the guys at Good to Game Radio Podcast to talk about <laughs> Our KFC console. They've hit the pinnacle. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty thing. crazy. Let's say we live in a different world and, you know, we had an audience to this podcast and it wasn't just this fun thing we did to hang out and spend time together and entertain four of our friends or whatever. <laughs> right. But let's just say that we live in the other world and KFC, graciously, even though we just plugged Popeyes, decides to send us one of their consoles. I think that a few years down the line, when uh, I've given up all hope in life, and I feel the need to have fried chicken around me at all hours of the day, I will have the console plugged in right next to me while I play my PS5. But it'll be heating my fried chicken. That's what I think. That would be an amazing alternate universe. One I would be gladly to partake in. (laughs) The one where I slowly as become long, obese and yeah, slide into as crippling long, depression. <laughs> as long as there was a Coke dispenser attachment that you could add to it. That way what I would never have to get Pepper a Dr. Pepper dispenser. attachment. Yeah, that way you know, I don't – because I, when I fry chicken, now I'm going to go to two or three glasses of drink. So they, maybe <laughs> there's an upgrade. I just can't believe it. I can't believe that that is something that – I, people thought it was a joke in June. I'm I'm really wondering if when they did their teaser, it was a joke, but it created enough of a kind of a a, a media storm or whatever. I missed it completely. I, I, this is new news to me, man. <laughs> um, but I wonder if it was like, man, these people are interested in this. Like, you know, let's let's budget cuts. Let's take that. You know, we don't want to lose the money in our budget for next month. Let's take this million dollars and throw it at creating this monstrosity. You know, show how much we need our our budget next year. Right. That's pretty. It was actually pretty savvy because, you know, it it was the height of the console war. It's, uh, you know, Xbox, PlayStation, Xbox, PlayStation, KFC. That's true. Yeah, the time. It's like, don't forget about us, KFC. (laughs) Brilliant marketing. So let me, I'm going to read this line out of Wikipedia and then we'll never talk about this again until I'm craving fried chicken again. Uh, It says, the signature feature of the device is a proprietary patented chicken chamber (laughs) that can store and warm chicken. It's called the chicken chamber, Tony. (laughs) The chicken chamber. Load up some more chicken. (laughs) Right. Quick, bring me another box of chicken. (laughs) It's like I need a magazine of chicken. Just slide it in there. Oh, my God, dude. That's they would so have to crazy. come up with a game that you could play along with it where you're, like, shooting chicken out of a gun or something. <laughs> yes, we need a chicken gun. Also, it needs to be part of, like, a like tier reward that, like, I have to do X amount of, like, challenges to unlock my chicken chamber. 
right? Right. So throw some virtual reality in there, make me move my arms. It's now a weight loss thing, you know? Like, uh, man, we're going places. KFC, <laughs> hire us. I know, right? Hey, we are available. If you, you know, we will gladly promote your console every episode. Oh, I will sell out in a heartbeat. <laughs> are you ready for this? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I didn't say no takesies, backsies, okay? I could take back everything I said <laughs> that was crossed towards the console, okay? <laughs> right. Selling out, it really is the American dream, though. It is. I'd... Speaking of selling out, Tony. Yep. Did you have, are you familiar with Roblox? Uh, is it like video Minecraft? Game? I have no idea, but it is a video game, okay. and children play it. I've heard of it, yes. So it was added to the New York Stock Exchange today, the company that owns it, I guess. I'm okay. not sure. I was saying a video yeah. game was added? Yeah, they added it so you can the traders can play it, um, you know. <laughs> while they're in, uh, uh, trading while uh, they're GameStop stock? Memeing the GameStop, yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, is over $250 again. Still uh, crazy. An, again, because it was down to 40 from the previous, like, 40-something. I think this is the lowest I saw, maybe 30 from the 493 or whatever the high was. But Roblox, uh, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right. It came out uh, today. And actually, you know what? I knew it was coming today. IP, I, I think it's IPO. Mm-hmm. And I thought, Wednesday, I need to make sure I go and see. And I'll, I'm going to go and try to snag some of this, right? Yeah. Because I knew it's, you know, kids. Kids, video games. You know, it made sense. Um, I didn't realize today was Wednesday when I got up. So I was just kind of up. I, dude, I have different days off, you know, this yeah. month, different days off this month. And so I was like, oh, okay. And uh, it missed it. Its value from launch went up 60%, and it is now – the Roblox is worth $47 billion. <laughs> you missed the boat again, Clint. Oh, my goodness. Out of nowhere. Well, I didn't <laughs> miss – you know, I didn't miss GameStop. I well, got out of that one, you yeah. know, but got That's out of true. that one too. He <laughs> got out fairly quick. Um, <laughs> yeah, I made some money. But, yeah, 60% this thing shot wow. up. Video games. I wonder, video like, if other video games are going to be – yeah, we already know that. We talked about it last week. They make more money than anyone else. I think, like – I think I read somewhere today, like, $57 billion industry. Yeah, they're not like hurting. But that's interesting that this company has created all of this value uh, for a game, and we've never even heard of it. You know, like, I, I, I know about it because my nephews, who, you know, years ago were probably, you know, 12, 13, whatever, um, wanted to use my phone to play video games. And right. they downloaded it. I'm curious, like, I've what else seen we would it get like, from... uh, you know, you know, when you go to the grocery store and they have the little gift cards hanging up, you know, like uh, you know, your yeah, Xbox, yeah. PlayStation, you know, and then I've seen the Roblox there. Like, you can buy the, the little gift card, I guess, to for the on the in-game store yeah well my understanding of it is that it's like an entirely a pay-to-win thing i i've seen i've seen i saw a youtube video where this guy spent like either a thousand or ten thousand dollars on it and i guess it's a bunch of mini games yeah so he jumped into the mini game and he spent all the money to unlock all the resources or whatever right away and just became ultimately powerful like in in five minutes or whatever, when these kids or whoever are playing it uh, for however many weeks or months or whatever to get you know almost no pro- uh, progress, this guy just dumps a bunch of money in it. So that is my opinion. It's a pay to win based on that one YouTube video I saw. That's how I make all my determinations on things in life. Is <laughs> just watch the yeah, one watch video. Watch one watch one video, 
You know, you know that all there is to know. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> as an American, it is my right to be outraged. Okay. <laughs> right, we're outraged about everything. I don't know. It's I thought it was interesting. Another another big gaming splash is kind of what how I considered that. Pretty soon, somebody's gonna notice that it's, that it's a trend. Well, and here's the thing: I'm in a group text with some, you know, um, folks kind of everything about the stock market and the amount of anger that is being floated in this group text towards GameStop right now, because it is uh, affecting the market. I mean, for sure. Yeah. And it's uh, one of the folks was saying like, "Oh, I just I need it to crash into nothing," because <laughs> what happens is when it surges like it does, it's there's. I think it's still the case that these hedge funds have so much, you know, invested in it. Right. That it's drop, you know, it's dropping. Um, it, they're shorting it rather. They're not, you know, they're not invested where its gains are good. Its gains are horrific, and they're paying all these interests. And they there was a big shift in the market because all these hedge funds had to sell long-term holdings yeah. to cover their the interest on their shorts. Man, yeah, it's. It's interesting. It's like such a weird time to be in the market, and here comes Roblox. Like, oh hey, let me play, guys. You know, right? Yeah, I'm we'll like, see what happens. I guess. All right. Well, that was a great episode. We really appreciate you guys dropping by and giving us another listen. If you're interested in following us on your favorite podcast app, be sure to give us a follow. GoodToGameRadio.com or Good to Game Radio. If you want to send us an email, send it to Tony at GoodToGameRadio.com, or we're also on Facebook, Good to Game Radio. And uh, we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Later, dudes. Later. Later.